0: To allow you to live your best life. Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of the Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Curries, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook. (music) To your point about like, um, you know, the number of different things that we need to do it's not an, it's not or it's 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 everything essentially that can be quite overwhelming for a lot of people, right? What I what I love about your book is that you present quite a an effective way of thinking about things by starting at breakfast as a means of saving the planet how How has that come about? Is that from your own sort of frustration with knowing everything about how catastrophizing you know the future can be if we don't do anything now uh, and and why starting at breakfast in particular
1: I was really writing from experience i don't I don't have I'm not better than anybody. I am not any less hypocritical than anybody. I'm probably more hypocritical than most people. Um, My carbon footprint is probably larger than that of most climate change deniers. (laughs) So with this book, I didn't wanna share prescriptions or even Mm -hmm. arguments so much as my own struggle, believing that my struggle would be familiar to other people. And it's the struggle of knowing what I know and having a hard time, first of all, believing what I know, you know, I, I believe it in the sense that I know that it's truthful. I don't think scientists are lying to me, but I mean believing it in the sense of really taking it to heart, really listening to it and doing what um, would be required if it were possible to take it to heart. So I've had a very hard time doing that. Um, I've had a hard time, Figuring out how to eat the right, the you know, the right way, or to fly the right way. Um, it's easy to say the right things, you know, at dinner parties or at marches. It's easy to make other people feel bad about themselves because you're more righteous than they are. That's easy, and it's also worthless. the The planet doesn't care what we feel; it really only cares what we do. So, how do we? Act in a, in keeping with our values. You know, we don't have to be. We don't have to learn new values from anybody who is better than us. Um, the desire to have clean air and clean water are universal values. They're not political. Mm-hmm. The desire to treat animals well, by the way, is a universal value. In America, ninety-six percent of voters have said that they think animals deserve legal protection from cruelty. If you can think of anything else in the world that 96% of Americans agree on, I would love to hear about it. And yeah. Amer- Nobody wants pandemics. Everybody wants to be safe from these pandemics. They're horrible. We know how to make ourselves safer. So the challenge is actually not learning more, and it's not the need to become better people in the sense of what we believe and want on the level of values. It's just how to translate that into the lives that we actually live. So we know that we need to eat less meat and consume less dairy. That's not my opinion, it's not anybody else's opinion. It's just scientific fact. Um, We even know about how much less we need to eat. The most comprehensive analysis of the relationship between animal agriculture and climate change was published at the end of 2018. And the scientists who studied food systems all over the planet concluded that while people who live in certain undernourished parts of the world where animal agriculture is their only access to nutrition, they can afford to eat a little bit more meat and dairy. For citizens of Europe, the UK, and the United States, we need to eat about 90% less meat and about 60% less dairy in order to avoid what they called catastrophic climate change. So that's a lot it's a lot, but it's not a hundred percent. So how do we, and it's also, by the way, it's not that we need to do it tomorrow. We need to transition to those diets um, over the next five to 10 years. So we need to have plans, you know, and their plans will be different for different people. I was talking to a Danish friend of mine just right before, right before we spoke
0: Uh-huh.
1: And he was saying, you know, where I live, we eat like a lot of cheese and dairy for breakfast, like yogurts and stuff. It's really, really hard what you're saying. And I said, well, have then your cheese and yogurt for breakfast. And then at lunch, where it's maybe more possible, cut back. So the approach that I take in the book is not that we all need to be in the same place. And we don't need even to take the same path to get to where we are heading. But we do need to be oriented towards science. And science is absolutely clear that we have no hope of saving the planet unless we change how we eat.